episode 30. You're listening to the Social Hub Podcast, a place where we give small brands the skills and know-how to master all their social media, digital and content marketing. I'm your host, Stacey Cranich, mum, champagne drinker and self-confessed karaoke queen. Join me in a journey of real conversations and meaningful messages that will help you grow in your business and life so you can have the most epic version of both. If you have a big vision and are ready to shine, then grab a cuppa or a cocktail and listen in. Hey everyone and welcome to today's episode of the podcast. I'm doing something a little bit different today and interviewing one of my clients, Ashley Thomas, about her mission to help other women with freedom and flexibility by helping them create their own freelance businesses, step out of the nine to five and be able to have a life that allows them to be more available for themselves and their families. I recently worked with Ashley in my group coaching program, The Course Creation Project which as you will hear has helped Ashley create a business model that has now got the added element of even more flexibility with a one-to-many offer. It's helped her pivot her business from a client service model to a coaching service model and given her scope for new collaborations that will grow her personal brand to that next level. Ashley has an event this weekend called More Freedom and Flexibility that was really born from her experience in this program. And you will hear about it in this interview and you can find the link to that event and all the ways to connect with Ashley over on the show notes for today's episode at all the W's, the socialhubau.com forward slash 30. And as always, that's 30 spelt with letters, not numbers. But before we get into my chat with Ash, I want to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by my group coaching program, The Course Creation Project where I help women in business create their own online programs and sell them with consistent five-figure and onto six-figure launches. This program helps you through each step of your course creation journey, from offer creation, strategy, course structure and delivery, how to connect all the dots of tech and my complete selling system that I use in my own business that has launched and sold my own programs consistently and built a successful and sustainable business on digital courses. With online learning modules, weekly group coaching Q&As, plus all the templates and cheat sheets you will need, like module slide decks, webinar slide decks, email formulas, social media templates, offer copy templates, you will have the complete sellable offer that people are lining up to buy. If you are ready to go from working one-on-one with clients, have something you are passionate about and can teach others, and are ready to take that next step to scale your income, then Join us, please, and get all of my secrets to course creation because the doors to this program are open now and it kicks off July 6th. You will find all the links to get in the gang over on the show notes page for today's episode. And you can also find me on Instagram at, at the double underscore social double underscore hub if you want to slide into a DM and chat about how this program can help you just like it's helped Ashley. So without further ado, I'm going to hand over to the interview so you can hear it from this wonderful lady herself. Okay, welcome Ashley to today's episode of the podcast. I'm really excited to talk to you 
firstly about your experience with the course creation project because that's where we really got to know each other um, and then secondly to share a bit of your passion around freedom and flexibility and how you are helping other people start their own freelance business and you know move into that space of working for someone else versus, versus working for yourself so I think it's yeah. a great conversation because it's something a lot of um, you know, women, particularly women entrepreneurs are, are mm. looking for these days. I know I decided that working for myself would be a better option for me after I had children. Absolutely. <laughs> and a lot of women I know feel that way. Yeah. Um, so it'll be a great chat with you today. And you've got a really cool event coming up this weekend, which yes, I'm I do. Um, involved in. So it'd be good yeah. to talk about that as well. But before we get stuck into it, can you just share with everyone a little bit about you, yourself and your business? Of course. So I'm a career mentor for women, uh, women that are looking to get um, back into the workforce flexibly. So um, I guess I sort of inspire women to create, um, you know, thriving careers around their families. I created a business which was called um, Next Stop Employment around three and a half years ago. And that was through my own search for flexibility. So my background is sort of like recruitment and HR. Um, and I knew whilst I was on maternity leave with my eldest son, who's three and a half now, obviously, um, he, I knew that there wasn't going to be that opportunity to work part-time, mainly because the recruitment industry in general is quite demanding. There's, um, you know, it's quite the norm to be on call and that wasn't really going to fit in with my family dynamics. So I sort of had to get creative and um, I guess come up with an idea where I could work from home, have that flexibility, have that freedom and also contribute financially to my family. So I came up with Next Stop Employment and that sort of started off uh, just as like career coaching and resume writing. Two years ago, I started connecting with businesses and offering VA type work, which completely sort of transformed my business. You know, my income substantially increased. Um, it allowed me to connect with um, companies and build existing relationships, so, um, new relationships outside of my resume writing gig. And now I'm looking at helping women create their own sort of freelance business um, to work around their family as well. So, yeah. Awesome. And, you know, because you've got little kids. I do. How, how so, old are your children? I've got Kai, he's three and a half, and I've yeah. just got back from that lead. So I've got Zane, who's four and a half months old. Wow. <laughs> How's yeah, and I'm back into going? <laughs> not good. He's not the best sleeper. <laughs> oh, geez. Look, you know, it's hit and miss. I was so fortunate. Oh. Both of my kids slept through the night from like seven weeks and ten weeks old. Oh, and gosh. I kind of went after that, you know, that's me done. Like I would never be yeah. that lucky to have another one <laughs> no. like that ever again. So, no. but you know, it's, I went back to full-time corporate employment. Like most of the listeners know I'm very open about the fact that I used to work in finance and I was yep. in people management and leadership. It was very demanding. I was on the tra yeah. trajectory to be like a regional manager when I fell pregnant with Marley wow. and yeah, that, that juggle of adding that extra child in and feeling yep. like I was going to miss out for the rest of my life on all exactly. of this stuff. I just yeah. went, nah, um, I just, I knew, I knew then that I would not stay there forever. Um, yep. Ended up in a, you know, with a, a being a single mum by the time Marley was one. So I stayed there for a while longer because it was just certainty, that certainty of job. Um, yeah. But 
yeah, I've been, you know, two and a half years now working for myself. And, you know, even I know a lot of people start doing it when their kids are little. Um, and I, you know, I'm, that wasn't my story, but even now, like Elizabeth about to start high school next year, I'm so glad that I'm at home, not because yeah. I, so I can be a helicopter parent or anything, but just so that I can be around and know what's happening and exactly. know where they are and know what they're doing. So it has yeah. like the benefits from a, you know, that whole motherhood perspective, mm-hmm. it transcends past when they're babies, you yeah, know, exactly. it goes right through. Absolutely. hundred yeah. percent. So Firstly, I, I want, wanted you to share with everyone your experience in the course creation project, which is my new course that I launched um, during COVID to help mm-hmm. people create their own online program. And you're kind of like the quintessential person that I meet when I'm starting to help someone transition. So exactly. someone who has been working predominantly one-on-one, whether mm-hmm. it's a coach working one-on-one or one a one-to-one service. So yes. you're working specifically your VA or or resume writing was your thing and you're specifically doing a one-to-one service. So that hour is dedicated to one specific client Mm -hmm. and you're looking to move more into um, that one-to-many, which is where you're predominantly teaching people how to do something for themselves. Exactly, yeah. Um, Which is, you know, a really great transition I normally find for people that are getting to that point where they're burnt out with that one-to-one service, it's taking up a lot of time. They're not able to scale much further because it is one-to-one. Exactly. Um, and that one-to-many, you know, gives you, you know, whether you skyrocket to a six-figure, five or six-figure yeah. straight off isn't the point. It's the fact you've got that one-to-many offer there. Exactly. So I'd love you to share with everyone, you know, what what is the course that you've created um, yeah. and you know, obviously you've got your event this weekend, but ultimately the course that you'll be launching and yeah. just what, why you decided to join the program and what you got out of it. Yeah. So as you mentioned, for me, um, for me to branch out and try something new, I thought creating a course, um, and helping women particularly create a business and building those sort of rock solid foundations to do so. I thought a course would be the perfect opportunity to do that. Um, now, I had previously looked into courses for like DIY resumes and um, things like that. I did go through Teachable and Thinkific, but what I liked about your course was the drip fed method because what I found with other, um, other, what I'd found with um, other courses that I'd previously done is where they provide it all in full and I'd get through a week and then I would just get overwhelmed and I'd basically give up. So for me, it was great to have that drip fed method um, and also the Q&A sessions that you had through the Facebook group. Um, that sort of kept us accountable and, um, you know, you gave us that value and that um, more information that we needed. But it was really um, comprehensive. There was a lot of information. Um, I went back down the Thinkific Road and I found it um, a lot easier this time. I sort of, I guess, had a little bit of experience, so it wasn't too difficult to begin with. But um, basically, yeah, started my landing page um, straight away and um, started uh, creating the modules as well. And basically the course is called Work Less, Gain More. So it's more of, I guess, a popcorn program. So it's five days um, that's going to go into a lot of detail around clarity, strategy, um, tech in terms of like social media platforms, um, mindset as well, because mindset is massive when you're looking at creating a business. 
you can have all the strategy, you can have all the followers, but if you don't have, if you're not ready, if you're not willing to put yourself out there and step outside of your comfort zone, it's not really going to work out. Um, and also around um, sales. And what I liked about your course particularly was the sales strategy because I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a salesperson at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but those sales strategies in, I think it was, um, towards the end of the course was really, really helpful yep. um, and will help after this event, obviously leading into the work less, game more. Yes. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. And that's the thing is that like a lot of courses will teach you the how-to, but mm. then you've got this beautiful course and it's created and you've probably spent a lot of money on this wonderful tech and everything, but then yeah. you've still got to sell it. Exactly. And ultimately it's like it's like putting a sign in the middle of the desert and expecting people to find it if you're not driving traffic to your course and you're not creating that funnel to sell it. And for those people that want to create a self-paced program that's fully automated, you need a yeah. funnel. People aren't just going to be able to find it. You need to show them how to find it and that's where that sales process is really important. And yeah, the thing is most people, and like I say, you're the quintessential person I work with because most people they're the expert at what they do and they can teach how to do it, but mm. it's the selling part of the process that most people are uncomfortable with. And yeah. that then filters through to how they price their programs and all that. And you find that, well, I find a lot, you know, and I know a lot of you guys in that first round, I was like, you need to charge more for that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you need to charge way more. Yeah. But it's a journey as well. And I think we need to be reasonable about the fact that, you know, when you're doing something for the first time, you most of the time you're not going to charge top dollar for it. You need to get your hands dirty and get your hands, you know, yeah. get your hands in there and get a feel for how it's going to go. And I mean, Absolutely. look at what's come for you. You've got this awesome online event yeah. that really was birthed from that. And then mm -hmm. your, your other program, and that's going to be a an income stream that you didn't have before, which exactly. what does that mean for you then in terms of lifestyle <clears throat> to have that going with an income stream? Yeah, so definitely it's going to help me um, launch this new division in my new business and it's also going to um, allow me to step away from doing the one-on-one -on -one VA, which I've sort of already stepped away from the VA support. Um, that sort of finished up in January before I went on my mat leave. Um, but it will sort of allow me to step away from that and, um, yeah, um, I guess branch out to help other people that are looking at creating a home-based business as well. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And you mentioned the drip fed content. And for those people mm -hmm. listening, what that means is drip fed content is where you go, right, this week you're doing this. And that's the mm -hmm. only content that your audience has or your students have access to. So each week it was dri a drip fed module that basically went through step by step exactly what you need to do. Um, and the Q and A's were, like you said, they were accountable, but it gave you the opportunity to ask questions because yeah, Course creation is such a variable thing and sometimes what the way you think it's your course is going to be isn't always what it ends up being once, you know, once you go from ideas hatched through to end results sort of thing. Um, yeah. And it, it's a journey that you have to go through when you're creating it. So that's why that, you know, the drip fed was important so that you only focused on the things you needed exactly. to that week and didn't get yeah. overwhelmed with all of it. Otherwise, everyone goes straight to tech. And I don't yes. get to tech till week three. So I don't want you guys looking at platforms and, you yeah. know, all that stuff first. So I want you to do the strategy first. Um, what I also then, liked, oh, sorry, was the ideal client avatar yes. um, questionnaire. So obviously I've got an ideal client, and but it allowed me to go even deeper. 
to yeah, it allowed me to go deeper into my target audience and my ideal line as well. And then that helps your overall business, not just a course, exactly. you know, like really getting clear on that. So yep. it was, and it was, it was awesome having you in the group. You were really yeah. valuable member. So it was great Thank having you. you there, but let's talk more now about your pivot and what you're going to be doing. So freedom and flexibility is the name of the event. That's kind of like your mantra. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flexibility. Um, yeah. What, what do you find are the reasons the main reasons you find people are searching for this? Like what is, if someone's out there listening, what are some of the situations you see people facing as to why, you know, you want to help them or they come to you? I think from being in recruitment and then as a resume writer, I sort of resonated more with mums once when when I was a mum basically. And what I'd find is like societal attitudes haven't really changed towards working mums. So if you're on parental leave and you're looking to return back to work, you're basically met with inflexible workplaces, um, expensive childcare, uh, maternal discrimination, all of that sort of thing. So I guess the reality is it's really challenging for a working mum to go back to work. Um, So I guess having that opportunity to create something where they can be at home with their families, where they can work on their own terms, where they're not restricted in in terms of un- uncapped opportunity with income or yeah. limited in what they can put out into the world. Um, a lot of women are just looking to to work flexibly and have that opportunity to be at home with, not yeah. even at home. Some, some women want to return to a workplace flexibly, but it's just having that opportunity and having that option, I feel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. And, I mean, I was definitely one of those people. Like I said, I didn't even consider ever Mm. not working for someone else until I had children myself but like you say and you know I work for a bank and banks consider themselves reasonably flexible workplaces but even so like when I was working part-time and I had the two kids and there was still a lot of inflexibility it was like you know school doesn't doesn't work in with your days off (laughs) they've they've got (laughs) stuff on they don't care about what days you've got off and if you have to go to work you have to go to work Um, and there's still a lot of things that you miss you know you do miss out on and you know it's not to say that you have to be at every single thing that your children have on at school or all those things but it's nice to have the option to do so and like you say there is still a lot of um, what did you call it maternal discrimination discrimination yeah Yeah. like stigma I guess around working mums yeah oh absolutely 100%. 100% yeah and you know, I worked in management, so I know that yeah. if my team was full of working mum, like full of mums, and another, I had a choice to choose between someone who was a mum and wasn't a mum and they were both exactly the same, mm. I would be more inclined to be like, well, I need someone else on my team that doesn't have that responsibility because I'm already dealing yeah. with women whose kids are sick a lot and have things, you know, and want school holidays off and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's just the way it is like when it is unfortunately and And I I think there's like a difference between like as you mentioned I don't know what bank you work for obviously but there's a difference between a flexible employer and then like a culture around flexibility so as you mentioned like you know employers can say that they're flexible but are they really I guess you don't know until you're in that situation yeah yeah definitely and then the, the income thing because if you want to work the hours 
that support your family, there's not a lot of income in that. No. <laughs> not a lot of income in that. No, and a lot of mums end up going back part-time, so, you know, yeah. obviously the salary is not going to be yeah. the same as a full-time role. Yeah, and I guess that kind of leads into, like, the next thing I was going to ask you, which was that there is a big fear then around leaving that income and the benefits because, you know, you get sick leave and holiday pay and you don't get that when you work for yourself. No. Um, but at the same time, mums are often balancing childcare and all these other things and those expenses yeah. and don't really often walk, go home with a lot of money in their pocket. So yeah. what what would you say to a woman out there who's wanting to look at freelancing or wanting to work at, look at starting their own business but kind of has that fear around is it what's it going to be like without this, you know, definite income that I get every week? Yeah, and that's the thing. Most people want the environment that's going to be perfect before they commit to it, but there's not 100% certainty. Um, you're never going to feel sort of 100% ready either. But um, I guess you just really have to jump and really give it your all. Um, again, it's around that mindset. And it's hugely around mindset. Um, for me personally, when I first created um, Next Stop Employment, even though I was on mat leave, but I was on unpaid leave, so I wasn't, I wasn't earning anything whilst beforehand. So yeah. for me, it was I had a huge fear around rejection, around failure. What if people don't buy my things? Um, and there's no certainty. You're never going to get permission if you're looking for permission that it's going to work out unfortunately you're not going to get that and unfortunately that's being an entrepreneur but if you believe in yourself and you are passionate about something I I strongly believe that if you are really passionate about something it's going to be really hard for you to fail at the end of the day yeah I, I do too because if you're passionate about something everything you do is about achieving that goal exactly and you know, if, if there's anything that COVID taught us, nothing's certain. So no. even that certain job that you might have could be taken away from you tomorrow mm-hmm. because of other circumstances that exactly. are out of your control. I mean, look at, you know, when I look back at, you know, COVID, you know, working in a supermarket became the most secure job in the country. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> three four or five months ago being a trolley boy wasn't really the most desirable no. job but people were getting you know having their jobs taken away from them and then we're looking to go and work at these places so if there's anything COVID taught us is that you, your income's not necessarily um yeah. secure anyway and the thing about working for yourself is that I like is you can control like it's really all about you it's your you can exactly. control it you can work as hard as you need to yeah I guess the other thing is is that you can start it as a side hustle like you don't have to leave your job Absolutely. first freelancing can be done in you know a, a few hours a week just to get it yeah. started yep yeah and then when I first started I think I worked um you know I'd get only two or three resumes a week um and you know, a resume would take maybe a couple of hours. So right there, that's six or seven hours a week. Mm. Um, obviously, once I brought in the VA, then I was working, you know, 20 hours a week or whatever. Yeah. But there's definitely opportunity as a side hustle, 100%. Yeah. And yeah. from a marketing perspective, I guess my thing is that when you're in that side hustle time, it's such a great time when you're not relying on that income exactly. to be building your audience and your database and get your selling process and system 
all set up so that when you are ready to leave, you can turn on that lead tap and start getting more leads from it. Yeah. You know, so there is a lot of um, benefits to doing it that way. If you are someone listening out there and you're just like, do I make the leap? Well, if you're doing a side hustle, you get nothing to lose. You've only got yeah. more money to make. So that's yeah. a, a really good thing. So I guess then, you know, what are some of the top skills that you yeah. would see people need to learn to get started? See, I feel like in terms of marketing finances, like that can be learnt, but I feel like customer service is probably the first one. As mentioned, you can have all the strategy in the world, but if you aren't delivering a valuable service, you're not going to get recommendations, you're not going to get referrals, um, you know, it's going to really affect your business at the end of the day. And obviously communication, so you're able to um, communicate to your ideal client, communicate to your audience um, and those interpersonal skills as well. Um, and again, there's things that aren't really skills, so overcoming fear and having the courage to take that leap as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And so what's one of your biggest joys then that you've experienced working for yourself? Like you went from recruitment, which is a pretty fast-paced, yeah, <laughs> full-on sort of job yeah. to doing that for now working for yourself with two little kids, what's been your biggest joy in that process? Being able to work for myself, being able to witness all those important milestones and not missing out on things, um, being able to help women that are potentially being in the position that I was in. Um, you know, they didn't turn to their workplace but they wanted to have that flexibility as well. Um, and also the uncapped, uncapped income. Um, you know, one week it can be sort of median and then the next week you, you launch something and it can completely yeah. transform. That sort of um, adrenaline, I love that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. and it is, a, it is an ebb and flow, you know. There's, when I'm in launch phase and I'm launching a course, obviously my income has massive spikes. Yeah. Um, and then other weeks it can just be that normal kind of just normal know, passive income that I've got from my memberships and all that that kind of just drips along um you know and the thing is you know with freelancing and um you know particularly once you get into building passive income from like digital products or courses and stuff you can have certainty of income yeah you know like I've got a membership if I've got so many people in that membership I know how much money I'm getting every month on that passive income and there is a lot of um joy and that feeling of satisfaction that oh my god I created that for myself I didn't have to you know exactly sit sit through a um an interview and prove myself to someone else who was going to determine you know my future and all that sort of thing so yeah I think like for me working from home has I do feel closer to the kids yeah and mine were a bit older um mine were both in primary school when I started working for myself but yeah. they love me being at home in the afternoon. It's just that certainty for them as well. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, they can come home and, I mean, they're a bit older now, so they'll come home and dump their stuff and get their bikes and go ride with their friends. And yeah. sometimes I don't see them until like five o'clock in the afternoon. But, you know, if they don't feel like doing that, they can just stay home as well. Yeah, and just knowing you're there. They sometimes will just take the afternoon yeah. just to have a rest. Whereas when we were in that, you know, I was working, you know, three, four days a week or even full time at some points. They're in after school care every day. They're exhausted. We weren't getting mm. home till five thirty and then it makes the, the evening really 
really busy and really <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, for sure. So <laughs> to finish off, just tell everyone about your event this weekend. So if you're listening yeah. to the podcast in real time, um, Ashley's got an event this weekend, which I'll be speaking at and some other amazing women yeah. in business as well. Um, so tell us how we can join that. And for those that are listening in from the future, there is some links on the show notes page of how you can connect with Ashley and see about what her... Um, potential future or upcoming events are happening at that time. But Absolutely. Yeah. So the event is called More Freedom and Flexibility and it is for those women that are aspiring to become a freelancer or a virtual assistant. <laughs> so I have um, reached out to eight other successful small business owners, women that have either inspired me along the journey or I've been following for quite some time on social media and we're all coming together in this event to run a live workshop on our area of expertise. So, for example, um, Stace is coming on chatting about all things connecting with, um, you know, connecting with people via social media. Uh, I also have um, Chelsea from Chelsea's Flower Crowns coming on about growing and engaged and large social media following self-care around business. Um, I'll be coming on chatting about getting real about creating a business. Um, basically, the whole goal for me is to educate, inspire and motivate women to take that next step yeah. in creating their own freelance business. Yeah. So it's all happening on Friday the 26th of June, finishing on the 29th. Um, as mentioned, there will be replays available and links provided. Um, but, yeah, super excited. Um, yeah, to help out as many people as I can. Yeah. And do you feel like so proud of yourself putting this together? I can't even believe I've done it, to be honest. Like from coming like a resume and VA to just being like, I think within me sort of I knew that I had to do this. Like it had been tapping me on the shoulder for probably um, six to 12 months and being on that leave, I don't know what overcome me, but and doing your course as well. It, it all just sort of came together and I just knew that I had to do this and, um, yeah, super proud of myself. It's, it's yeah. going to be amazing. Yeah, because that, like this sort of summit-style learning, you know, that kind of that really few days of live learning where you get lots of people come in, not yeah. only is there lots of really good strategy in that around, mm -hmm. you know, you've got all those audiences promoting one event, but yeah. so for someone like you to put that together, there's a lot of really good strategic things around that, but it's also a lot of work. Like it is. get all those people together, get their time slots organized, get, make sure that you've got a good mix of different sorts of content yeah. and different sorts of speakers that are, but also to have them all with the same sort of values and mm. mission and that are going to give the same energy yeah um, and and love to that event that you've created that's it's incredible yeah. to have put that together well, um, for me a lot it's, of people would shy away from that sort I know. of work so it's it was kind of like yeah it was probably the biggest thing that I could do and I think that was for me to overcome for me to just put fear aside and just go for it yeah. uh, I needed to do that in order for me to really make a difference in this type of um, field but <clears throat> it's really hugely important for me to work with people that align with my values and beliefs and everyone that's a part of this event is really uh, is um, is mothers themselves and understands the pressures that we all have and are huge advocates for flexible um, for flexible working so that was huge for me as well yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, in the show notes for the episode today, guys, is the link to join the group so you can get in there and get involved. And how long is the group open for after the event ends? I'm having it forever access at this point. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, there you go. (laughs) So if you get in, you can access it forever and all those recordings will be in there, which is awesome. Yeah. Really, really great of you, Ash. Plus there'll be other links to connect with Ash um, online, Instagram. Yeah. Where is the best place for people to find you? Probably Facebook. Facebook, yep. So all yep. those links will be in there um, in the show notes. So thanks so much for jumping on today Thank you so much. and sharing your, not only your mission, but your experience with the course and how it's helped you bring all of this to life. That's been yeah. great. Thank you so much. Yeah. No worries. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Social Hub Podcast. You can find the show notes for today's episode over at all the W's, thesocialhubau.com forward slash podcast. And if you want to join me in my community and continue the conversation, jump over to Facebook and join the Social Media 101 Facebook group. Until then, stay classy.